Mayor Langfelder, how are you, sir? Good. How about you, Chris? Hey, not too bad. I can't complain. Listen, let's get let's get right to it. I, I know we got the Frank Vallis stuff and whatever, but what I want to ask you about first is the housing situation, because I know we had the extension to August 23rd, and we, we found out at the council meeting uh, last time that, that aldermen had already heard from constituents that were getting eviction notices and stuff, and, and you told Channel 20 that it's a bureaucratic mess. Where are we at on that uh, program right now? Is it, is it getting straightened out a little bit, and we should we be able to meet uh, with assistance by the time that August 22nd moratorium lifts? Yeah, the uh, bureaucratic mess I was referring to is more on the federal side, you mm-hmm. know, because, uh, and it's due to the virus. I think when this all came, everybody's kind of rushing to do things, trying to figure things out. And we received those 800000 approximately $800,000 in funds. And so it's been a frustrating process to uh, get those you know, approved and how can we spend those? So that's the bureaucracy of it. So uh, we are working with the the Urban League. Uh, Economic Development Department is working with the Urban League, and we hope to have that by the end of the week or, you know, first part of next week. Um, So that's the target. You know, our goal was always at the end of July. But in the meantime, with the eviction notices, uh, individuals can call community resources. Um, I can get you that number. The number escapes me, but that's Franklin County community resources, and they are using capital township funds since they're, I think their office is closed right now. Uh, but the community resources can hook them up, especially if they received the eviction notice. That's when capital township funds kick in. If they have not received an eviction notice and they need assistance now, they can call community resources. I believe they're using the state's uh, funding, or they can direct them to how they can get assistance prior to our program being up and running. Is there any chance of having any kind of situation where uh, if, if an eviction notice does come out that the landlords uh, uh, might not get that back rent or something? I, I'm, just, I'm just worried about a bunch of people on the streets on August 22nd. Oh, well, no doubt. And that's what the uh, I think that's why the governor did extend the eviction uh, process to another month so everybody can get things in place. Uh, and ours is set up where I think it's a maximum of 1000 or $1,500. So um, uh, it just depends how long individuals have gone. And let's, <clears throat> with regards to that, people need to understand they still need to pay their bills. You know, your, your utility bill is not going away. Your rent bill is not going to go away. And if you receive these $600 a week, uh, that's what that was for is to pay those bills. So um, if there's, I'm not sure what the disconnect would be outside of that, but <clears throat> people should be paying their bills. Uh, they, and that's what the intent of the, uh, assistance was on the federal side of things. Yeah. Mayor, uh, of course, as Chris uh, uh, talked about early on here, um, he, he spoke with uh, Frank Valla yesterday. Uh, you want to replace him on the uh, Airport Authority Board. Uh, why? Well, uh, you know, when you look at the city of Springfield, uh, you know, we're compared to other cities like Bloomington, Peoria, other capital cities, and people say, well, why don't we reach that level? And when you look at it, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I think we could do better with the airport. I think that's one of the economic areas that we've kind of fallen off on. Um, I think what you've seen prior to the pandemic is what you're going to continue or probably go uh, to a lesser degree after the pandemic. And so really post pandemic, I talked to my directors, everybody, this is all hands on deck because we do have a great opportunity to turn things around. Uh, we cannot be complacent. We should be challenged ourselves to be doing better. And for me, you know, when we lost the flight to Decatur, it's just like a kick in the gut. Uh, you know, nothing against Decatur, but, you know, it's another way that we're contracting, not expanding services. 
And so that's the frustrating part. And I've flown out of Capitol Airport. I hear from a lot of individuals that uh, have, you know, lodged complaints. You know, they they rather drive to St. Louis or Belleville or Peoria or Bloomington uh, because of the cost. They can save money and uh, they have more better flights, things of that nature. So that's really the purpose. Nothing against uh, the chairman, but I just think after 14 years, I think uh, it's time to go a new direction and try to re-energize things and set those lofty goals that we all can, I think we should strive for, and I think we can accomplish. What's your response to uh, Mr. Valla saying that uh, you're incompetent? (laughs) Well, you know, when you have the election, that's what that's for. And so, you know, uh, the majority won. Uh, You know, uh, I know he's frustrated. I think, uh, you know, it's uh, anytime you're being replaced, it's not a pleasant experience. I don't make it personal. He shouldn't make it personal, um, you know, but he's entitled to my opinion. I'm entitled to mine and or his opinion. I'm entitled to mine. So uh, it's not going to change anything. I, I believe that we can do better on the Capitol Airport side of things. Uh, I think Springfield is a great place to be. I think we turn things around. All you have to do is look at the utility point blank. Look at the facts going from less than five days to cash. Now we're 150 days cash. We've weathered the pandemic. I know he's made comments about our financial situation. We are very strong, thankfully, because uh, it's put us in a good position post-pandemic as far as city operations. We had the highest corporate fund level ever, and uh, that's helped us. You know, we could right now, based on Director McCarty's projections, we could spend down the fund balance if we, you know, in the worst-case scenario and still have a 6% balance. It wouldn't be in the negative range as other administrations. Uh, and that's how I view things, you know, how do you operate day-to-day? How can you make things better? And this is that's what it's all about. How do I make or how do we make as a community our airport work for us? And I think uh, it hasn't been as much as it could be. And um, that's what we intend to do is, you know, challenge ourselves to move in that direction. We're talking with the Mayor Jim Langfelder uh, and then Mayor, you kind of uh, alluded to this a little bit. Uh, and I don't know if this is where Chris was going, but uh, what are we doing with the budget? Uh, we We heard up to $16 million of a budget hole. Uh, the budget director tells us uh, tax increases are not on the table. Uh, so uh, what are we looking at as far as cuts? Yeah, that's uh, part of the heavy lift that I did uh, originally. I know I cast the deciding votes in some of those tough uh, decisions. Thank God I did because it has put you, uh, the city in a better financial picture where other cities had to make cuts already. They had to lay off. They had to furlough. That's one of the last things you want to do uh, because you're disrupting people's lives. And so uh, what we will continue to do, we've uh, held positions open. We slowed hiring. We slowed expenses. Um, and we'll be meeting this week. Is is there any areas that we can combine? And I know one area we are going to take a look at is our buildings and grounds. We have, uh, you know, across different departments, try to consolidate those services so we can be more efficient and save uh, dollars, I think, in the long run and prioritize projects better. So uh, we'll continue to move in that facet as uh we've done since I came into office. And so we'll look for ways of uh, reorganizing city government because let's face it, doesn't matter if you're a business or a government, we should be looking at how do we need to operate within the post-pandemic era. And we need to change the way we deliver services from an individualized basis or from a a group basis uh, using technology to our advantage. And that's what we'll do to take a look at it. But um, we can spend down fund balance. I think it'll be a combination of items one of which we will not uh, raise taxes. I don't believe we need to uh, for this year. And then uh, we'll see what the future holds because it's just not this year. It's future years that we really need to uh, 
make sure that we're stabilized to move forward and uh, go from there. But the other aspect is with our utility, using that as an economic driver, which uh, we intend to do and we'll roll out, you know, as we have the decommissionings that will put us in a better position to do some other things that we currently aren't able to. Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Mayor Langfelder, you know, talking about some of the other issues that are going on around the city and things like that. You know, we we have the pandemic going on and we've heard a lot about businesses uh, having to close and the COVID-19 or whatever. And we see the numbers starting to rise a little bit. Can we expect a, another executive order from you or from Governor Pritzker or something to, that, that might be addressing the COVID rising numbers? Well, uh, well, I'm very concerned that uh, if we roll back to phase three, that's going to be very detrimental to our businesses. I mean, people think that we have closed businesses now. If we go back to phase three, I, I know numerous businesses that told me they're they're not going to be able to make it. Uh, and so that's very concerning. So, you know, we just ask people to comply. Uh, we're trying to get the re-educate everybody or re-energize them to uh, keep their social distance, you know, because it's not just them. It's how they're impacting our community as a whole how we're able to deliver services when you start reducing the tax base. And so that's incumbent upon all of us. Uh, the one aspect would be, uh, you know, increasing the messaging with regards to that. As far as a um, order that would be forthcoming, uh, I didn't think I'd, you know, have to issue the last one, which I did with regards to restaurants and bars um, and moving that direction. The one piece to that that I was never comfortable with was the open space area with a restaurant or bar, I always thought when someone goes in, they should have to sit at a seat, you know, or stand at a table because with the open space, you, you invite commingling. So from that aspect, uh, I did tell our fire department that uh, they need to be six feet apart. You know, if uh, they're not part of a group, you know, I go in with my buddy, I shouldn't be within six feet of another group. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. Uh, so when they go out and do an inspection, that would be part of them that educational process for the owner, try to keep people that distance. So that might be one area that we just say, uh, we're not going to allow anybody standing in open areas, but uh, we haven't made that determination as of yet because we'd like to work in conjunction with the public health. I know we took the lead on the restaurant bars, uh, but we'd like to work in conjunction with them so everybody has a consistent uh, process throughout uh, the area. Mayor, has anybody been fined yet, you know, since that uh, order came down with the fines for the businesses? Has anyone been fined? Uh, Not to my knowledge. We will be, uh, you know, we have an information piece that uh, has been sent out or will be sent out to the businesses that have a liquor license. And so I did talk to both chiefs, uh, Chief Riney and Chief Winslow, about um, doing the uh, inspections uh, right now, it's complaint-driven, but we're going to get to the point where we will uh, probably do spot checks. We're trying to figure out how do you do that, and uh, you know, because what we want to do is be fair. So it has to be across the city. How do you make that happen? Otherwise, you have council members saying, "Well, you're you're treating this area uh, differently from the other one," and we're trying to be consistent in that. So uh, we will. Uh, we're trying to devise a process where you know we've already taken a look at it. The questions that might arise uh, with regards to equity. Uh, compliance checks. And uh, Chris was right when he said that we want to ask you all kinds of different questions on different topics. One last one for me is, uh, you know, we've got a federal courthouse downtown. Uh, Other places we've seen federal courthouses being targeted by, however you want to characterize them, uh, violent rioters or protesters. But what kind of conversations are you having to ensure that uh, we don't see that type of activity here locally? And uh, what kind of 
uh, I guess, uh, you know, uh, what kind of operations are already in place to ensure that uh, the federal buildings are are, um, safe? Yeah, well, our uh, police department, you know, under Chief Winslow and the other operating law enforcement agencies, they talk on a regular basis with regards to security factors. With regards to the public in general, being a capital city, we, uh, like the protests last weekend, uh, those were outsiders coming into our community. I think from a Springfield standpoint, keeping lines of communication open, uh, knowing that we are looking at better ways to provide services that people are frustrated by how things are going, especially from the law enforcement side of things. So I think that's helped uh, tamp things down. I think uh, what we've done through the years, it just doesn't happen uh, where you flip the switch and start engaging people. But we've been doing that through, uh, you know, police interaction, our community initiatives, you know, our ward plan meetings. So people, we have had the community engaged. I think that's really helped move us above where other uh, communities are experiencing that type of uh, protest where we haven't uh, and we hope to not have it, but the best way to do it is keep the lines of communication going and uh, see, and people actually know that you're concerned and are trying to take actions to remedy things to serve the public as best as possible. Mayor Jim Langfelder, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I hope you both have a great day. Hey, you too. Talk to you later.